Park Podcast. I am your host, Kevin G, here with you once again, and I'm here with my co-host, as always, Lindsay. So, Lindsay? I'm doing good. Good to hear. Today, we're going through the movie Quince, and we brought on a special guest. This movie was... Nope, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. Uh, Shauna. Shauna, how are you doing? <laughs> doing super great. Just waiting for my cue. Thought that was it. Turns out it wasn't. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we're here with Shauna. Shauna um, and I do a podcast together called Wasted Time. And we felt like this was the proper time for us to bring her on to the DCOM After Dark podcast so she could talk about Disney Channel original movies. And we picked one of her favorites, Ooh, Quince. Don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah. Ooh, when, well, I mean, when I was it, nine, it was one of my favorites. Let's just preface that because I don't want to be an adult 30-year-old woman who's like, I love this movie. <laughs> well, uh, as we talk about here on the DCOM After Dark podcast, we watch the movies and realize that a lot of them we don't like anymore. So this yeah. one, I think, falls into that category. Yeah, some just don't age well. No. <laughs> no, and I knew it wouldn't be good, but I didn't know it would be as bad. Bad? Yeah. yeah. You, you just thought it wouldn't be good. Annoying is definitely the word that comes to mind. Correct. It's so <laughs> annoying. And the way, I mean, oh, we'll get into it, but Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, yeah, I swear. Sorry. I'm going to swear a lot. So hop That's off. fine. You hate it. Well, this, is, this one has explicit... <laughs> yeah, the uh, what's that one guy who yeah. wrote that run review? I heard people don't like swearing, and that's just gonna happen. I'm also gonna talk a lot about physical, like body parts. That's just who I am. <laughs> we are Deal looking forward to it. Yeah. There's a lot of references to vaginas in this movie that I saw. <laughs> well, let's get into it a little bit. Um, we were watching Quince, and I noticed from the jump this was starring one of our good friends. Kimberly J. Brown from the Halloween Town films. Marnie. Yeah, Marnie's great. Um, not in this film. No, correct. She's so bad in this film. I didn't know her name the whole movie. I just kept calling her Marnie Michaels. Is that even not that's, that's, like, I, that's not even her. That's girls, isn't it? Oh God. Well listen, her name is Jamie, but we can call her Marnie because we call characters whatever we want in <laughs> yeah, this podcast. That's kind of how that works. Whatever, whatever we remember them as. Uh, in one of our podcasts, we call uh, Kaylee Kowoko Penny the whole time, even though that was not her character name, but because of um, a, um, a Big Bang Theory. You guys watch that's that? the only thing we can remember. So <laughs> this time, Kimberly J. Brown will be uh, Marnie the whole time. Yep, sounds good to me. Uh, this movie also stars Daniel Roebuck, who plays the dad. Uh, I remember seeing him in something before. I couldn't remember what. Yeah, his face looked familiar. Um, and then I realized it was in uh when I watched Agent Cody Cody Banks. He was uh, the dad in that. Yeah. So he plays the dads. Typical dad, dad character. He has that dad look. Mm-hmm. He has that dad face. I actually didn't think it was a bad face. I think I'm to the point in my life where I'm like, that's a good dad face. Like you got to pick and choose at my age, and I have mm-hmm. chosen, but like I still choose you know for fun. <laughs> that that dad face <laughs> I'm like, that's not a bad dad bod i take it <laughs> so we we have him also we have uh elizabeth moorhead she plays Ooh, the mom it's a bad last name 
Um, she doesn't really have any like major credits on her Wikipedia page, and she wasn't that big of a deal for me to go look at her IMDb, so I'm not going to. One thing I did notice though was that this movie starred that girl from The Color of Friendship, the black one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember her. I don't know if you you remember that movie, Lens. We'll, we'll end up getting I to it. Don't. Um, I just kind of recognized she was she was pretty. She was pretty. She was pretty. And a really um, small role for somebody who seemed to be, I don't know, had more potential. Her character Well, her name is Shadia Simmons. And uh, she goes on to do a few other Disney Channel uh, original movies, as well as I Was a Sixth Grade Alien, Oof. Life with Derek, and uh, Strange Days at Blake Holsey High. Oh. Those are some, yeah, I... some other roles she was in. I liked Life with Derek well into my high school years, so. Mm-hmm. So then you remember her? I do. Well, I remember The Color of Friendship. That's probably a movie that's actually still good, I bet. You know what? We're going to end up getting to The Color of Friendship eventually. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, down the road, because that one, I remember when I was a kid, that one was heavy. Yeah, it doesn't deal with the same bullshit that every other Disney movie deals with. True. That one was like a real deep film. If I remember it correctly. Um, and then this also starred Jake Epstein, who played Brad, the friend, the smart friend in this movie. I know him as Craig from Degrassi because I watched a lot of Degrassi growing up. I mean, he doesn't look like a Brad. That really bothered me <laughs> because we know from previous Movie. Yeah, Brad's a pretty but, douchey name. Right. Yeah, that's true. I liked him the me- the best though. He, he was the best, you know what? but he's not a Brad. No, he's more like a I don't know, a Jake. Yeah. Yeah, more like a Jake cuz that's his name. And then last <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, well, I paid attention so closely. <laughs> lastly, uh there was a start Don Knotts who is a that was the every every Disney film seems to have like one big get, and I'm okay. sure Kimberly J Brown was first, and then second was Don Knotts Don for them in this really movie. Really heavy, really good film career. Uh, Pleasantville, as we only remember him from, and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in he the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> two minutes in the in Pleasantville movie, fucking up Tobey Maguire's whole life. Actually, he was, Jen. He made it better, I guess. I don't, I don't really remember. Well, he was also Ralph Furley on The Three's Company. I don't know how those roles are not, not the ones you went to. 700 years old. I didn't watch, actually, I did watch <laughs> The Company, but I was, it was on Nick at Night, so it was well reruns by then. Mm-hmm. You didn't watch that stuff either, did you? Not like live, but I watched we're, it on like we're not old reruns. Like that. We're young in. We're, we're young comparatively. Yes. Lindsay, do you remember him more from. The Andy Griffith Show, Three's Company, or uh, Pleasantville. Pleasantville for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There you go. I figured as much. My my apologies. My apologies. Yeah. I love that movie. That movie's really good. <laughs> and then lastly, it starred uh, Vincent Carraza as Albert, who was this douche uh, marketing guy. Oh yeah. Who was pretty much just a piece of shit the whole time. Yeah. Always drinking coffee because that's just business. Because that's just business. 
<laughs> he also didn't look like an Albert, but you know, that's no, no, that's there, just another issue. There's a lot of issues in the writing. Clearly, no one tried on this film. Clearly, yeah. It, it was written by Matthew Wiseman and Gregory Pincus. Don't know who those guys are, but the story's by Matthew Wiseman. Don't know what else he did after that because Probably I hope nothing. not much. I yeah, hope nothing. Because if I have yeah. to watch another one like this, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Now, <laughs> let's get into the plot. All right. Let's get to the plot of this movie um, because it's pretty problematic, but let's do it. Yep. So we open up with shots of newspaper clippings of the Grover family and their quintuplets. Mm-hmm. In case mm-hmm. you can't count, that's five. It's a lot of babies. Yeah. There's so many fucking babies. I, <laughs> I can't get over how many babies that woman had to push out of her body. um our main character is looking over the news clippings and she breaks the wall and explains that she's jamie grover and a member of the family the amount of fourth wall breaking in this film oh it started off with the fourth wall breaking i was like Uh okay that's fine from the beginning she's doing so much telling and no showing yes yes (laughs) hated that so she tells us that this is her story and she explains that it's one of those girl finds herself even though she doesn't know she was lost stories Mm. and she explains that it's not going to be lame or boring i wrote that down because it was both of those (laughs) like how are you gonna lie right away to me yep That's my problem. She continues to lie as it yeah, goes on. Time. It's like a fun thing. I feel like she was like, look at me, I'm quirky. Watch this lie. And it's like, these lies are fucking stupid, first of all. I don't care if you eat cotton candy at school. Like, that's a weird lie. And she's like, pranked you. I'm like, I want to punch you straight. She was the only... Okay, so this is 2000, so punked was a thing. I think they realized <laughs> that uh, people liked punked, but no one wanted to be punked. For 85 minutes throughout the film. <laughs> Funk for 85 minutes, the Kimberly J. Brown autobiography. Story. <laughs> so she explains that she's the older sister to these babies, and she takes us back in time. So this is one of the weirdest narrations I've ever seen, because she's back in January... And she's Mm -hmm. explaining the situation as if she's live there in the present day, but she's actually back in January replaying what happened. Oh, I didn't even notice that, but you're right. Did did you also notice that during those flashback scenes, the mom had no pregnancy belly at all? (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Yes, I did notice that. It's July. She was completely normal and she's like, i'm like you have five babies inside you you'd be on a, you'd be wheeled into places <laughs> so in this whole narration she's introducing her dad who's working on homework while wearing a suit mm-hmm. and she explains <laughs> that. that he is um the man with the plan and he's taking mm-hmm. classes because classes lead to promotions Yep. <laughs> not in not now, a real world. It seemed it will seem like he was getting his, I guess, bachelor's maybe. So I don't know when he decided to start planning things, but it was a little late. Yeah. 
Also, I did not notice he was doing it in this suit. That's so funny because he's like a shock, like a, a, a stalker. Like, a like Home Depot stalker. Yeah. 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 So like, why are you wearing a suit at home for homework? That's exactly. Which is why I thought he was getting his master's, but clearly it's not his master's. Yeah. He's Correct. Like, he's like weirdly on his daughter to get good grades, but like, you're, you were at Home Depot. Like, what are you, you, you not, gotta be a little, No shots at anyone that works I mean, at Home Depot. I'm not trying to be rude, but like, yo, you can't be mean about grades if like, you're, you're not even, whatever. I'm, so, I'm a dick. So we also introduce mom who is described as scattered and she's multi-failing while like on the phone and pouring orange juice into coffee mugs and coffee into glasses. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm, a mix up. Mm-hmm. And classic mix up. <laughs> the character is still <clears throat> our main character is still on this really weird narration. So she she's doing a voiceover, but she's interacting with the cameras and she's wearing the same outfit from when she was describing the babies being born. Yeah. Yeah. And wow, I didn't notice that either. You have really good details. I did not notice that. <laughs> Well, the style changes and she like walks outside and she starts narrating back directly to the camera and mm-hmm. she's taking Breaking us that fourth on, wall again. Yes. Uh. And she's taking us on a tour of this town, Milford. Mm-hmm. And she states that one thing that makes Milford famous is just a block to the east and the camera does super close up shot of the Statue of Liberty over like the roof of these little cottages. I paused. Ah, punked. Gotcha. I, know, well, I punked. paused the movie and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I mean, I mean, she punked me hard, I guess. She wins. But I was like, this is bullshit. That's not even a realistic looking statue of And then she was like, ha, ha, gotcha. gotcha. And I was like, would you want me to be on your side or not, bitch? Yeah. Exactly. So she says, like, I just wanted to make sure you were still with me. And at that point, I was like, I was with you until you started lying straight to my face. Yeah, God. Yes. yes. So you know how to have relationships. Her parents are so mean. Right. <laughs> so she takes us to school and explains high school's great. And she takes us inside to meet her best friends, Zoe and Brad. <laughs> she goes inside the gym and it's a circus. Like, an actual, An actual circus. circus. Mm-hmm. And with she explains a, a how band and everything. Fire breeders. And she mm-hmm. explains how great it is, but then once again confesses that she lied. Psych! Punked you again, <laughs> bitches! <laughs> it's, so, it's such a weird... She's so rude to the audience also when she asks questions to them. She's like, did you really think this was my high school, you fucking idiot? It's no. very <laughs> condescending. Yeah! <laughs> But this is another weird narration. She freeze frames the gym and then walks through the circus explaining how her school's just like any other school. Yep. And she tells us that she has to show us what school was like back in the day, back in January, so that we can understand who she was back then. She's 12 months ago. Yeah. Oh wait. So she is in high school then. I could not figure out if she was twelve. No. So eighteen. She says high school, but at the very end, she says she's going into the ninth grade. So that was, I think, a writing error. Confusing because she's She's dressed like a twelve-year-old. Oh, but she's she's... fourteen, I believe. 
she dressed like a 12 year old and was like i can't i can't wait to go to like gwu or whatever and i was like are you going to college next year are you did people no in no she's going to look- like a magnet high school mm-hmm. well, i guess it doesn't really matter because i mean it's all about art in the end you know that's true so we cut to a scene with her friends and they're opening the report cards together and Mm -hmm. zoe seems happy with her b's and her two a minuses and brad being a complete yes genius as they call him has all a's and we have no idea what jamie's grade is but she's clearly like flunking because pretty much This is when we meet Mr. Black Mirror, and he's our like go-to okay, role teacher. model teacher. Oh my god! Okay, let me get. Let, I got a. I got something to say about this teacher. This dude is grooming these children. For what? Have you? Did you guys notice that? Uh, For, I, I got a creepy vibe. Yeah. He was yeah. Super creepy. That's what I'm saying. He was grooming them for some kind of. Uh, sexual harassment type situation it was very creepy i think we're all just him, all jaded as fuck <laughs> well his 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 relationship with zoe and then his intense relationship with jamie yeah just was is as if zoe wasn't enough he because <laughs> jamie is is not in the art she's probably decently good at it but she's not really into it she has shown no real interest and he's like i don't know you should really study in my class after school when no one's around yeah by the way our uh, our club has three kids in it just the three kids that's <laughs> it no one else everyone's on to him being creepy man yeah they're like oh our club's in my house um you can't take chance you're going there though i'm gonna bring you in this blacked out van to my house correct don't uh, oh and don't get me started on his car his car oh, is oh my gosh <laughs> like, five babies and three teenagers and the oil broke he's like oops like why i have a lot to say about that part we'll get to that yeah, okay we'll get there when we get there it's just this this teacher is just there's a lot of creep vibes that i got the whole time he was on screen and it started here he's no mr feeney and no, no. that's pretty evidenced it there's more evidence towards him being creepy when he explains that he's making a four-course Italian meal for the oh, art club. Yeah. There'll be wine there, too, but... <laughs> so, come hungry. <laughs> but he invites... Zoe's already in the club. She's already being, you know, forming her relationship. <laughs> deep yes. sexual relationship with Mr. Blackmere. <laughs> but she also invites Jamie and Brad, or he invites Jamie and Brad to come in. And Jamie says that she's got to work on her science fair project. Zoe tells her that, like, science is not your thing and you should just join art club. And Jamie explains that that's not part of the plan. So that's when we basically get the plan that she's going to be attending or trying to attend GW Science Magnet School next fall. She takes her report card to the parents' individual workplaces during the workday <laughs> to show them her grades. Oh, these are great details. I didn't even think. She probably could have just waited till dinner. Uh, yeah. And they weren't even that good. So why no. are you trying to brag about your C's? <laughs> right. <laughs> but she explains that she's under a lot of pressure to not let her parents down. And can we talk about how that's not true? 
Not at all. They were like super supportive. So nice. I was like, where is this? I mean, yeah, they're weirdly about jobs because they're probably trying to push onto her what they did not get themselves. But they're pretty fucking nice about it. They're pretty chill. Yeah. Really, really nice people. No, in no (laughs) way did I feel bad for whatever Marnie. I forget her name already. Yeah. So Marnie talks about Marnie talks about the shrine to her. On the refrigerator at the beginning of the movie, like Where's they love you, bitch. From she seems to they be such an average child, and yet there's many <laughs> newspaper clippings of her. What have you done? I didn't see any amazing. <laughs> oh, the reason you you missed the part. The reason there's so many newspaper clippings is oh, that mom, mom is basically the writer and yeah, editor of the newspaper. Using the <laughs> to push her own agenda. Correct. <laughs> um. So. We go back to once the parents are showed the car is super supportive and we go back to this weird narration where she's in January time and she's working on her science project, but she's directly discussing with the camera that she she said she knew she was lost or she didn't know she was lost, but she knew something was wrong and she just didn't know what was wrong. And. This is when I'm starting to kind of realize that this movie is about emotional intelligence. And I had no idea. Wait. Who has the emotional intelligence? She is supposed to be discovering that she... Wait, I'm confused now. She is lacking a lot of self-knowledge. Yes, that's true. But she, as we go on, you'll see that she has a lot of ability to see other people. Oh, yeah. She does call her parents out on very deep levels. Very deep. And they seem unrelated to the plot in all ways. She's like, stop pushing your goals on me. But also, we're individuals, all of us. <laughs> I, don't, what's, I don't understand which angle she's trying to play. Right. It's pretty problematic. <laughs> So we jump in time and Brad wins the science fair because he's a genius. Right. And Jamie's parents are super supportive of like everyone. Like we're so proud of you, Brad. Happy for you, Brad. Brad's parents aren't there because they're douches. Oh, my favorite part is that Brad has real problems and Jamie's like, shut the fuck up, Brad. I have five (laughs) sisters now or whatever. It's like, he's like, oh, well, my parents make meat dog food, but sorry about your other siblings. (laughs) <laughs> right. Basically. So that's what happened. Like, Jamie starts to complain about her parents, and Brad just quickly shuts her down and, like, <laughs> your parents love you, Jamie. She's like, like yeah, bitch, an- they're here. What She's are you like, talking about? That's they're here. not enough. <laughs> it's like, right. Well, My so basically, me for fun. What can your parents do? <laughs> she wishes that she could just have a few days where she wasn't the center of their lives. Well, we jump and we, she says, be careful what you wish for. And then we enter the scene in which her parents are explaining to her that they're expecting. Really, 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 really pregnant. Was that five? I have a real, yeah, it was five. Yeah, I have a real big problem. I have a really, 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 really big problem with this. Um, From what I understand, and I'm not, I'm not a doctor, but I don't think quince like happens without some kind of help. I don't think that's true. I've always assumed it was just happened. What do you think? People go in there and they're like, split this embryo five ways, please. Well, they're not yeah. identical. 
So I always assumed it was like insemination. They usually really? plant several oh. eggs, expecting only one of them to stick it's and live. Super yeah, yeah. Freaking five fertile. stick. What? You're blowing my mind. I don't yeah. know anything about because from what I what I understood, like twins and triplets can happen naturally. Uh, quadruplets are is real tough. Quintuplets is quintuplets and anything above is nearly impossible. On purpose? What a fucking roller coaster thing you've done to yourself. No way. Oh, I would never. Which is why I thought that was insane that they're like surprised that she's pregnant. And then another thing, Maybe I was like, like where did they get the money for this? And... Oh, I thought that the whole movie, all of it, until they became <laughs> it clearly wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it was not. And, and this and. How did Marnie not know that her parents were trying to have a baby if they're going to doctor's appointments to get like insemination? Because I'm not sure like about the quince, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's, that's like five yeah, eggs, isn't it? I assume they had sex five times in one night and then they just got pregnant with five babies. That's how it works, right? Definitely not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh I'm just kidding. Please don't think I really think that's how it works. <laughs> I know you well enough. I had sex to... five times in one night. <laughs> now I have five babies. Um, I just thought it'd be so, 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 so funny if when the mom said, I'm super pregnant, and Marty's like, what are you going to do? you going to keep it? That would be my favorite line <laughs> in the whole world. I was hoping i don't know why i hoped because i knew that wouldn't happen but that would be the best line in the movie's history so it says i just did a quick check quintuplets occur naturally in one in 55 million births well there you go and this is a this is based <laughs> off a true story obviously <laughs> i feel like that one is really just a lie anyway <laughs> they just didn't want to admit that they went out and got help. This movie is the original <laughs> Kate plus eight, but Kate plus eight, I did them. Right. So we enter a nine month montage of them making a nursery. And, and this is where Shauna was saying, you don't see this bitch get pregnant at all. Okay, sorry. I thought that I'm really, the, the narration is so weird that I thought we had already gone to that scene, mm -mm. but I didn't no, it's realize fine. it's fine. It's fine. Seven minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah, but this 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 woman should be as big as a house. Nope, she's so she's the same. She's fine. She's moving. And she's moving things. Yeah. She's cool, right? And when she is pregnant, her face is like I'm such a annoying person about pregnancy on TV. Like, make the face fat because I'm gonna be a fat pregnant lady someday, and I want to see it on TV. Like when Pam was pregnant in the the second baby in the office, she was clearly really pregnant. It was obvious. Don't just give him a fat belly. Give him a fat face. That's my, well, my talking honor. about clearly pregnant, we jump forward to the delivery day, and mom has the worst, terrible, fake belly I have ever seen. <laughs> it, it looks like she maybe has one baby in there, maybe. Yeah. It looks like she has maybe one pillow under her. <laughs> the budget for this movie is very low. <laughs> they said we blew it all on Kimberly J. Brown. Yeah, sorry. Hot commodity, <laughs> right? In, Don in no way does it look like she's carrying five babies, but she is no. hunched over on the floor and screams that she's having contractions. Ew. But Jamie is trying to hand her her report card anyway. <laughs> he's like me. It's all I know that it's all about me right now, right? Right. <laughs> Dad rushes in to help mom off the floor, and Jamie tries to show him the report card. <laughs> Look at my average grades. 
right? <laughs> Dad is running around like a crazy person. And Jamie like finally puts down a report card to help mom get in the car. And mm-hmm. she goes back to check on dad, who's run into the house to get shoes. Dad runs out from like the other way of the house, hops in the car, and they start driving off to the hospital without Jamie. Did Did anyone realize that they were in like a Buick that definitely cannot fit five car seats? Correct. Um, well, I noticed on the way back from the hospital when they took a taxi because there was too many motherfucking babies for their car. <laughs> but it's but not like there the was babies. no babies in the taxi. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>, none. <laughs> I don't know what they did with the babies. The babies. They were not. Uh, it was 2000, so I guess there was no. They Britney back. Like, like, they have a Honda yeah. Odyssey. Spon- <laughs> this post has been sponsored by Honda Odyssey. Drive. <laughs> drive big. Drive a Honda. <laughs> Jamie chases them down the street. Eventually, dad notices, stops, let her in. We get to the hospital, and dad's walking out into the waiting room and is telling us the order of the babies. So we're like, it's a boy. Adam, it's a girl. Becky, it's a boy. Charlie, it's a girl. Debbie, it's a boy. Eddie. Some bad names. Oh my God, I didn't realize that. A, B, C, D, E? How did you not? Oh, wow. I didn't notice that either. Well, you know what's most annoying is the whole movie. They call them baby one, two, three, four, five oh, instead yeah. of baby A, B, C, D, E. I know. Wow. Shit. And they called Jamie number six. And I was like, yes. damn. Yeah. Oh, born, born first, demoted to six. Fucking yeah. <laughs> So they get home and the media is waiting for them. But then they cut to a scene where the babies are all sleeping. The parents are like arm in arm with Jamie. And then she's lying again because they cut the scene and say that that's totally bogus. And then it's a room full of screaming babies. Yeah, I don't like how this movie's propaganda for pregnancy, like child pregnancies, because you look at this movie and you're like, all these babies are sleeping. They're so easy and they definitely fall asleep at night. And that's not how babies are. So it makes baby owning really easy. That's my hot take. Goodbye. <laughs> At first, but clearly it does not last. Um, Jamie's like trying to help her parents because they've lost all sense of organization. Dad's sitting there just taking inventory. And I figured out, or they basically said that they went through three dozen diapers in a couple of hours. Hmm. I'm trying to do the math on that and I, I can't. But I'm pretty sure mom was just like, in that hour, just picking up a baby, changing the diaper, picking up a baby, changing the diaper, and just doing that for for yeah, a couple of hours. The next one yeah. year. Right. While dad is like, okay, diapers. And basically, they have no idea what they're doing, and they're completely overwhelmed. And they've already had well, a baby, so they should know something. Some things. Not too much, but they have five of them. I know. Right. What I was more concerned with is that this mother birth that many babies you're destroyed after that many babies like you're unrecognizable from the waist down after that i don't know how you're (laughs) even going to stand up after that and the postpartum yo when that postpartum hits she's out that's a bad time i I don't think she had time for postpartum i was so stressed out for her the whole movie i was just like oh my god (laughs) 
you're probably leaking all over the place, your boobs. Like, there's so many crying babies, I thought my breasts were going to start leaking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, we got to the next scene, and it's 2 a.m. All the babies are asleep, and Jamie, bringing the focus back to her, reminds us that the story is about her, and it's not about the babies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... The next day at school, her friends ask her what she's going to do with her new freedom. And she said, you know, the babies take up so much goddamn time. Right. (laughs) Who knew? So she says that she's going to get into GW without her parents hovering over her. And her friends are like, really? Like, that's what you want to do? They're, her friends are so involved in her life. Like, they have no lives of their own in this movie, and they were at the birthing of the babies. They're always there helping out. They just live to serve Jamie. Well, somebody Which has to tell her because... how she feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, what's so crazy is that the, the friends are actually going places. And <laughs> she's lucky to have friends like them, yet she doesn't seem to really realize how valuable they are not at all but her friends are shocked by her answer and they clearly know something about jamie that we don't know and zoe just like sees mr blackmere and was like well i'm gonna bring him into this so like it's friend manipulation 101 because (laughs) she's gonna have the teacher tell jamie what she wants jamie to do so it doesn't seem like her friends are pressuring her to do it Right? I mean, she's lucky they're pressuring him to do art school and not, like, heroin. Right? Well, it's a good group of friends. Yeah. And Mr. B tells her to join the art club, and she asks why. And I know he's creepy, but I think he had a great answer because he's like, I work hypothetically, and hypothetically you might like art club, but sometimes I think alphabetically an art starts with an A. Yeah, I didn't understand that at all. I was like, is that supposed to mean anything or is that just a bunch of shit you just put together? <laughs> it's just join art club so that I can molest you once yeah, we get a closer relationship. Like, we're but you can't say pretty that. Much, pretty much. We're going to do some nude right, modeling right, right. for art, not for anything else. <laughs> um, I we'll love- be doing it in my apartment. Yeah. And, and that also starts with A. I'm going to turn on this. <laughs> I'm going to turn on this tape recorder. Just act natural. Don't look into the camera. Don't break the fourth wall. We know you fucking love to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just want to... Oh, sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Well, she says that her heart isn't in it. And then he asks, like, well, what is your heart in? And she has no idea. So he's just like, well, join the art club. That was another grooming technique. He was like, so what do you like? So that way he could, like, have it ready to go. This dude, I'm telling you, this dude is a primo creeper. Yeah, he's basically in the background, like, like lotioning up his arms all the way to the elbow. <laughs> <laughs> so the next scene, we get a baby nurse, and oh, she's God. a control freak to no end. She also, like, where the fuck did she come from? They make no money. How do you afford her? <laughs> it makes no sense. So dad- Dad is a manager at Home Depot, 
Mom is the editor and writer of the local paper. I did a quick uh, research of like average median salary of two thousand between those two jobs, and collectively they're making about fifty thousand that time, which is like not bad, but it's also not nanny money. It's also not Quint's money either. It's not Quint's those, those babies money. have already priced them Wait, out. We forgot the worst line in the whole movie is when the babies are born and. Jamie's like, this is so amazing. And the dad's like, no, this is so quince. It's like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was strictly made so they could make a commercial out of the, like, a tri- like just so they could be like, premiering on Friday. Quince, watch this quote. It's funny. It's like, <laughs> you, it's, it's funny. You, wait, it's funny you say that premiering on Friday. I distinctly remember watching something on the Disney Channel at that time. Every and seeing Friday. the commercial, yeah, for this movie coming out Friday for Quince. I well, think okay. I just, I don't the reason remember I, what I was watching, but I remember that. They're a big, I feel like they premiered a movie every Friday at like 8, because, you know, kids mm-hmm. kids be going to sleep early or some shit. And I yeah. love this movie because I, in 2009, and my younger brother was being born, and I was like, he's going to take the spotlight for me, even though I didn't get a lot of spotlight to begin with. And so I was like, I'm so you go. were really the brat of the family. I mean, my parents were like, my parents were not Jamie's parents. Was they were not very nice. So like, I didn't have like, so like Brad's parents. Yeah, yeah, I had a I had a Brad life. <laughs> Only I wasn't smart. So I had Jamie grades and Brad parents. <laughs> but when my so, brother was born, I was like pissed, and I was like, "This movie like totally gets me." And now I'm an adult. I'm like, "Yo, her fucking problems were so easily fixed." <laughs> <laughs> so when the nurse gets there, she basically doesn't even know that Jamie is a part of the family and tries to kick her out. And Jamie explains yeah. that she is family, and that's when she gets referred to as number six. Meanwhile, number the six. mom's like not She's... helping out at all. She's like, "I don't care. Get that <laughs> no. homeless kid out of my house." Well, the the Mary Poppins old lady comes in and she's like, only immediate family, black one, out. Other girl. Oh, not other girl. You're fine. You're good. Okay, you could stay. Yeah. That's basically. I did not notice that either, but that makes sense for the time. And Disney has a history of that shit. Well, she said immediate family and then she, she t- tries to take the baby, tells them both the shoe. Then Jamie Marnie says, I'm a sister. And she's like, oh, okay, you could stay. Number six. <laughs> Meanwhile, the mom's watching all of She's six. like, I don't really, I'm not going to stick up for that bitch. So the <laughs> nurse has a pretty good system. She's taking notes all the time. She's like, number went one, went number two at three. And Jamie does not like this at all. So she starts staying at school later to avoid the nurse. So she joins art club to stay away from home. She takes up drawing after Mr. B tells her to draw what she sees when she closes her eyes. Mr. B's like, perfect. Yeah. (laughs) What's crazy about this is that she's like, I'm not good at art. And then 10 seconds into that, she's like drawing like this autumn oil painting landscape perfectly looking like it looks it's so and she's like sketching babies perfectly. I'm like, you said you were bad at art. So you're a liar. (laughs) So the family starting, if is now more evident that the family has financial problems, uh-huh. and Jamie's using that to get more freedom. So she's choosing yeah. to tell her parents information about her life when they're like 
talking about how they're going to afford to buy diapers and food. Okay, I'm in art school. Okay, bye. Right. That's pretty much what she does. And, well, one, she's making an assumption that they care about her being in art club because she seems to think that they would be disapproving, but nothing we've seen about this parents has suggested that at all. They would be like, wow, that's really right. great. We'll get you the best into the best art school. Like, they don't care what you do. They just want you to do it well. Yes. Which is mm-hmm. a very mm-hmm. cool parent move. But she's, like, at dinner, and she's eating, like, this garbage meal that she made for herself, like ice cream and pizza and chips and mm-hmm. stuff. I eat that every night, so watch what you say about that meal. Okay. But you're an adult, and she's 14. Yeah, well, I eat like I'm at a birthday party every fucking day. <laughs> and that's just, you know, that's why I have diarrhea every day. Anyways. <laughs> well, you know, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, whatever. Not the focus. Um... Mom does not seem to be getting along well with the nurse, but Mm-mm. Jamie is all up in her own world and there's no one there to help her. So it just seems to be spiraling out of control. Right. Um, we cut to the next day and dad is still studying. I yeah, don't he's know still trying to how. School. This dad is also probably two seconds away from a nervous breakdown. He works apparently 70 hours a week at a store that probably isn't open 70 hours a week (laughs) no 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 when he was doing the math he said i could just work 70 hours of overtime what company's gonna let you do that bro works for corporate america they ain't trying to pay you overtime Mm -hmm. nope but he's insisting that he sticks to the plan because it's more important than ever No plan though what is the plan we didn't get a rundown of the actual plan he just says the plan it's like you don't have right you're just saying words well, as he's saying the plan's more important than ever is when the nurse comes down the stairs telling the babies to shut up. <laughs> she hands a baby to the dad and she's like, I've got five problems and there's only one baby nurse. So mom starts chasing down the stairs, like begging her not to leave, but she quits without pay and like almost leaves the house with a baby on her back before Jamie runs after her and is like, oh, wait. Let me grab that one. I think they're all confused about how many, like, I know the movie's named Quince and they say Quince almost every other line, but I still feel like they're every day of the movie were surprised that there were five babies. Yes. That was a constant. They're like, oh my God, there's five. It's like, we fucking get it now. Just take care of (laughs) one, two, three. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the parents are completely done. They have no idea what to do. And Jamie offers to take care of the babies. And she goes into this imagine land where she's taking care of all of them in the nursery. And as they start to cry, she just grows more and more arms to hold all of them. She's dangling the babies with those arms. She's not even resting them comfortably. They're dangling by their feet and stuff. Not safe. (laughs) Don't dangle babies. And while she's imagining, the parents are basically trying to figure out how they do the financial math to get more help. Like we didn't, we already didn't have money and now we need more money. Yep. So Jamie graciously offers to give up her allowance towards the diaper fund. Which is crazy that she's even getting one. What, 20 bucks? I mean, (laughs) how are you, you're like, you have an allowance still? Yeah. And this time with five kids? You're still fucking complaining? Jesus Christ. But there's a knock at the door, and we open it up and find a man in a suit, Albert Lindsley, 
with a large truck delivering cutie pants diapers. He explains to us that the quints are marketable and they sign a contract with the cutie pants diaper company, which now covers the sitters and diapers. They're basically influencing before it was cool. Right. D- yes, they're, yes, they're it influ- was. They're cutie pants influencers. And I am too, but in an adult website. <laughs> <laughs> so Albert has a whole separate conversation with Jamie about in order to market the babies, they're going to have to market them as a unit, the quince. And if she's going to start to feel left out about not being a part of the show, she should say something now. Now, the way he has this conversation, he like catches her as she's on her way out and he says it super shadily, which is how you know this dude's a problem. Well, he's a businessman, which means, you know, he's the problem right away because he's always like, we don't have time. Business, business, business. (laughs) That's exactly how he said it. (laughs) I mean, he's always drinking, drinking coffee from a literal like tea kettle all the time as if he cannot... Take the yep. time to pour it into an actual to-go cup. He has to drink it straight from the pot. Because that's just business, bro. He d- business, business, yeah, business. I'm just very busy with the money, and I'm making money moves constantly. Well, Jamie agrees to let him make his money moves, <laughs> and uh-huh. she's going to use that free time to start focusing on her drawing more. So mm-hmm. I thought she was by this turns out she's pretty good at drawing. Sorry, at this point, isn't she like kind of butthurt that her parents aren't paying attention to her? Yet she's not, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. I thought she was this movie really has some timeline issues. <laughs> so um she's pretty good at drawing. Zoe's like, this is great, you're great at this. And she tells Zoe that she doesn't want to give up on the plan. <laughs> we uh, She's terrible at science. She's really good at drawing, but she's still not giving this up. <laughs> and Zoe suggests, like, maybe it's time for a new plan. Cut your losses, bro. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and Jamie is, like, shocked by the idea of making a new plan. And Mr. B, I, I did not realize how creepy this was, but now it is that it's in this timeline, encourages her to draw people. Mm. He's like, maybe someone you know that is standing right in front of you who has a two-pack and working his way to a six-pack. Well, she doesn't draw Mr. B. She starts with the babies. Mm-hmm. And she's drawing the babies in the nursery when Mom and Albert come in and they're filming this, like, behind-the-scenes, I have no idea about the quince. And Albert's like using his body to completely block yeah. block her out. So rude. Yeah. Any visual of Jamie. It's super weird because neither Albert nor Jamie are on camera and he's still blocked. <laughs> this is for print it's for print media, homie. It's, also, it's for print it's media. It's also weird that like wouldn't it, I don't know, from a marketing standpoint, you'd want her in there. Because then it shows that you already mm-hmm. have a good. This is all about the quince, baby. This I'm is talking the about quince real life. life. Real life marketing is about the actual fucking behind the scenes, not some marketed bullshit that is not true. Imagine to find out five <laughs> months after following the quint baby's blog or whatever, that they had a kid, another one, a full grown kid. You'd be like, wow, that's fucked up. I didn't know about this kid. <laughs> I'd be very hurt. <laughs> 
Well, when it comes to selling diapers, I don't think anyone really cares that there's some sixth kid out there that doesn't wear diapers. They could bring it and be like, we used to always have our baby, our older baby, in diapers. And look at her. She's going to GW Magnet School Science. (laughs) So it's private diapers fault. There you go. One thing that I I thought was super interesting is that we go through this whole scene where, like you said, he's blocking her out and then there's other just there's just so much like marketing opportunities all in a like maybe three month span that we go through real fast and in all of this marketing the babies are like on the cover of the diapers and they're in the newspaper why do they still live in that cheap ass house because that's how expensive diapers are yeah man Apparently, they're not getting these diapers for free. The kids are on the cover of the diapers. Big baby propaganda. This is actually a tell piece on the middle class American family and how expensive it is to have a baby. That's the underlying. Or five of them. I mean, honestly, (laughs) if I had five babies in the same time, I would probably die. I think I'd die. I don't think I could do it. (laughs) I can't even take care of a dog without having a mental breakdown. So I can't imagine five babies, but it's just really fucking at once. They're always shitting and they're always crying. Oh, well, at the marketing meeting, Albert tells us that we only have one more year of marketability, maybe Max. two. Not true, because babies yeah. diapers for like three, four years. I mean, I mean, I nannied a kid who had a diaper on it four. Oh. Is that weird? <laughs> I don't know. It's feeling. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is. Why? I think it is. Oh, moving never on. Mind, I moving never on. <laughs> Strike that from the record. It's not weird. <laughs> this scene was just Albert like walking circles around the mom. Like it made me motion sick. Yeah. I had to stop the movie and get up and go do something else. I'd done that too. I had to go clean my cat shit box at one point because I was like, this is more enjoyable than this movie. Sticking my face in my cat shit box. <laughs> But to answer your question, Kevin, about where the money's going, I think dad mentions like, oh, it would be nice to start a college fund. Oh, that makes sense. But is, I mean, he said five college funds or six college funds and and that would be nice, but that means you're not making enough money from the fact that your children are on the national branding of these diapers. They They don't know their worth. They probably think that what they're getting is fair, which if we looked at the contract, which I'm sure they have in this movie that we just didn't stop and the screen to read the whole thing would say, I forgot what I was saying. Fucking just keep going. (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) Jamie is starting to take issue with the lack of individuality because it's always quince, quince, quince. And she wants each baby to be known for their own personhood. And they're, they're less than a year old. She needs to get off herself, get the money while it's hot. Keep going. Mr. Mr. B gives some more unsolicited advice and he suggests that she talks to her parents and since she has enough distance to see things more clearly and he tells her to use her observational skills to paint the conversation in a way that she sees it. I kind of actually like Mm -hmm. that part. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was just more grooming. I mean, it was just I, more grooming. I, I, take the pedophile lens off of it. I was like, you know, art does that. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> um, but I think this 
was another call out to emotional intelligence because this is where she can see things really clearly for other people yeah, but, not her own. but yeah. she cannot read herself at all no. so later that night she's the parents check in on the babies and jamie's doing some schoolwork, which is like drawing basically sketching the kids yeah yeah and the parents try and sneak off to bed but one of the babies starts to cry the parents stop like mid-step and they're like well maybe if we don't move like the baby will stop crying oh, I thought they were like, and jamie's like, like bitch doesn't know how babies I work they were like maybe our daughter like jamie will just do it like that's what i thought nah, <laughs> I was like, were... no like, maybe this bitch will take over <laughs> so jamie's like she's not gonna stop and dad mm-hmm. says well how do you know and Jamie says, that's Becky. That's her and, whole, and that's Becky's her hold me cry. cry. Oh my God, that annoyed me so much. She's like, I'm spending extra. And Becky's hold me cry will wake all the other babies up until she's done. Yep. She's great. been spending like no time with these babies, according to her own narration. How does she know so much? No, no, no. She's been spending all the time with the she's babies because like, she's been uh, focusing on how, on, yeah. Isn't it our club extra after school is what I heard. Okay, so after after Mr. B gets his pump and dump done, what? she then goes home and sketches the babies. Right. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I and I think she well, she was only avoiding the nurse, and the nurse isn't there anymore. I feel in the blank mm-hmm. very differently than you guys, I suppose. Oh. <laughs> I, I feel well, in a very negative, uh, uh, like a story that is not happy. <laughs> she never goes home. She's I mean, always drawing I mean, by the train tracks. As troubled kids do. <laughs> <laughs> she's not really troubled. That's why she's at I home know. with, That's why she's with her brothers and sisters. Tons of food and like a loving family. Wait, then it gets better though in this situation because then they go to pick up the baby, which is numbered, and they're like, she's like, that's not that baby. I tricked y'all. I moved <laughs> all the babies around. Another prank. Another prank punked you. Which baby's which? Can you tell? And then, this then is the dad's a like, real prank in which she <laughs> did not prank the audience, but pranked her parents. And the- right, and then they're like, "Which one's which?" I don't know because they're five fucking babies that look the same because they're babies. She's like, one of them has these chubby cheeks, <laughs> like you, Dad. What was dimples? What was super weird about this part and really made me uncomfortable was when he's like, "This is definitely Becky." Pulls the pants down like that's got a dick. That's not nope. Becky. Like maybe your two daughters. Like, how do you know that that vagina was Becky's vagina? That could have been Debbie's. <laughs> so he's like, mm, "This vagina is definitely a Becky vag," but it wasn't. It was a Charlie penis. It wasn't the whole time. It was the twist of yep, the movie. Yep. But parents flat out ask her why she moved the babies around, and she's just like super truthful, and she's like, "I was curious if you could put them back." Yeah, and imagine that she had really uncool parents. They'd be really pissed, but they're like, oh, Jamie, do you think we don't love her? We love them. I'm so We're just so stressed. And she's like, ugh, but my art school, you are ignoring me still. I hate you. Well, yep. they accept the challenge, but I realized that they can only recognize Adam. That's the <laughs> only baby that they were able to figure was, out. Was he the one they, yeah, they yeah. labeled a lawyer? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. That was weird. That wait, was wait, but weird. they... They were able to recognize the one that was crying because it was crying. That was literally it. Becky. Who names yeah, a baby Becky? Like a little baby named Becky? I don't like that. Well. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It should be like, okay, um, maybe, uh, whatever. It's just not a baby name. It's like a middle-aged woman name. <laughs> I just think of Anne Becky. 
Oh God! Yeah. Throwback to when we Lori talked Loughlin. about her last, last week. Oh boy, <laughs> she's in prison now. R.I.P. <laughs> well, so Jamie calls the parents out for not recognizing that they have five separate babies, but one set of quins. And mm-hmm. Mom just totally brushes her off and was like, "You know what? We have baby food commercials tomorrow, so like, she's a big star. I, now. I'm just out of here. She has way too big of problems. To, like, she's a fucking star now. She has other problems to deal with than Jamie's bullshit." Yeah. And then she kind of explains that her lesson was really about them not forcing their hopes and dreams onto the quince like they did for her, that's, which I don't know where that's coming yeah, from. Yeah, that's what was confusing to me. They picked two different lanes. Like, their identities is one lane. Like, not knowing them for themselves is one lane, but, like, they forcing them, I don't I just, it didn't make sense to me. It seemed like two different plot lines. It is. It definitely is. And dad comes in later that night and admits that he feels terrible for not being able to tell his babies apart, but that basically admits like he has no plan anymore. And it's just winging it. it. And basically it's an excuse. Like I don't know my children because I'm working 70 hours overtime. I sympathize Mm -hmm. super hard with the parents way more than the kids. Like, this guy's working so hard, and he's in school, and he has 170 children now, and the mom has to deal with all these kids, and there's no nanny. Like, fuck, that family, they're doing so well for what they have. Yeah, for what they have. And, and they, yeah, they still got. talk to their teenage daughter? My gosh, you should be lucky they yeah. even remember her fucking name. <laughs> She's exactly. not wrong. Well, Dad takes the lesson and he starts participating more in Team Quince. And yeah, yeah, he he goes all in as a dadager, yeah. along with the momager. And the, is this when they said that they wanted to get um, uh, Marnie involved in the commercial? Jamie involved in the commercial? Um, no, not yet. So I mean, we okay. still go. We go through like a whole like goes pretty quickly right so she's mm-hmm. she says she's not doing the science fair she tells her parents when they're not listening she goes into this fantasy about her parents throwing her a pep oh, rally God. for an a plus oh, in art oh, this part was weird because in her fantasy she's holding hands with her parents and that was when i realized <laughs> we have a lot bigger issues to deal with she's, an, a, well, she's a teenager who's holding hands with her parents oh boy yes that's not good I think this is when you start to learn that Jamie, although she was bitching about not having freedom, really, really, really craves. liked all the attention. Oh, yeah. She was... Yeah, craves attention. She's like, this is and, my fridge. It's all me. Oh, my God. So embarrassing. TBH. <laughs> <laughs> so, she gets stood up at parent-teacher conferences. Which is the first. And yeah. Brad's, like, trying to console her to be like, you know, like, it's okay your parents are going through a lot right. and she's like, this is my parents. Like it's totally understandable that your parents didn't show <laughs> that up. That was my favorite line yeah. of the whole movie. He's like, I wish my parents loved me the way yours did. And Jamie's like, listen, I know that you're some abandoned fucking river rat kid. I don't care. My, this is, we're talking about my parents. They love me. It's like, this is the first time they've made a mistake the entire movie. It's the only yeah. time they fucked up, by the way, five fucking babies. We're just going to say that. so jamie goes home yeah but brad tries to tell her like the grades aren't for your parents they're for you yeah yeah brad's awesome 
but he goes (laughs) she goes home and lays into her parents dad's like i was working overtime mom was like i'm planning for our first national commercial tomorrow and Mm -hmm. she no 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 one to see your bullshit teachers about c grades let's go (laughs) you're like not you're not crushing it jamie but the parents like super apologize they're like yeah you have every right to be mad at us like we said we'd be there we are sorry like let's get you a part of this commercial tomorrow to make up for it and albert's like yeah, yeah sure albert has some like yeah, sure, weird whatever. attention problem as well because he's like i've never had parents yeah. and i want the quince parents to be my parents so jamie get the fuck out of here these are my parents now it's, yeah that is it's that sounds like right. a weird dynamic like why are you trying to have beef with a 14 year old it's crazy so then we cut to the commercial and i knew that this was some bullshit that was going to happen but they cut to the commercial and then jamie's they're like uh jamie won't come out of her basically her dressing room which was the back of the truck and then they open the back of the truck and they got this bitch in a diaper yeah she is a full-grown diaper she's not in a diaper she is the diaper she is the diaper you're (laughs) right and she's like i'm not doing this part she ain't i'm not i'm not doing this part and i'm like i wouldn't do it either man and so uh albert albert and the crew they uh shoot the commercial without her and then her parents come talk to her and they're like all loving and understanding so much always never ever mean in any way ever Mm -hmm. um so the next day at school brad pretty much loses it at jamie and brad's like jamie's trying to say that her parents don't care about her and brad's like that is such bullshit as he should he's like the best. if you want to see some parents that don't care about you look at mine okay like, your parents are distracted right now and that is so different than not caring like, and then insert mr b right now yeah sorry mr b comes in <laughs> again and just uh-huh. button in and Jamie's like, is George W. like the right school for me? And he's just like, oh, well, fuck, I'm out. I'm not going to answer that question. He's like, right? this isn't about Because <laughs> he wants so more people for his art club. <laughs> and he tells her like, oh, you don't have to go to GW to succeed. And that her drawings are going to be the highlight of the school art show. At yep. one point he says. It's a big deal. He says college graduates often amount to nothing and that really hurt me because that's true <laughs> it is he true. was coming for you personally i like looked sad at my college <laughs> degree that's on a wall it's collecting dust and i felt and that single tear rolled down my cheek and i was like he that's too true <laughs> he got me on that one you got me on that one mr b fuck um, so we go home to tell the parents about the art show and we do another fake out in which they seem like they're super disappointed. Why did she but do those? Was- the- like, it- <laughs> punked, gotcha. <laughs> they're super excited. Like at this point, it's it, she starts off doing them so much that you're like, oh my fucking God. And then she stops. You're like, okay, thank you. And then she picks it up so sporadically that it doesn't make sense anymore. So... Like, what yep. are you doing? Who are you doing this for, Jamie? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, so yeah, she fakes this out. The parents are actually really happy. I did like the fake out uh, parents a little bit. But, like, I mean, who would care? You're in middle school. Cool for your drawings. <laughs> your middle school drawings got an award. Cool. <laughs> well, Albert comes over and explains that mom and dad are going to be the guest of honor at the governor's ga- gala. Mm-hmm. 
and for parents parents of the year yeah. mind you didn't know they were parents of the year don't know how you get in the running for that but apparently they won parents of the year for having five kids and the sixth one that nobody cares about yep. and that's, that's how it was marketed on the flyers yeah <laughs> and it makes no sense because they uh they're excited about it um then uh jamie looks at the invitation sees it's the same fucking day as her art show this i have a huge problem with the scene because she's like my parents chose this over me but you like you didn't have a conversation Uh, yeah you never talked to them about it no no didn't talk about it nobody noticed what day it was but you wanted them to be the bad parents that she's like i feel like she was that millennial kid who's like i had such a tough life and you look back and you're just like my parents worked like that was why my heart that was my my life was hard (laughs) it's like oh you didn't even fucking talk to them Yep. Well, she runs straight to the school and starts destroying her drawings. Yep. Ripping up these drawings friends. that are going it's it's the drawings that are going to be in this this exhibit even though it's unnecessary. But she makes a beeline, like you said, rips up the, all the drawings, throws them on the ground. Mr. B's like, "Dang, you look hot when you mad, girl." <laughs> <laughs> yes, because once again, he is there, I'm all breathing. up in the drama, I'm breathing, lots of breathing. And he's like, "Well, you know, you can make more before the show." And she's like, "I'm out. I'm not doing the show. Uh-huh. I'm going to stay home." Uh-huh. You baby look really sweaty. Went. If you just took off your shirt, you'd probably be a lot cooler. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm going to babysit the kids. I'm not going to the thing. Yeah, the days start to go on. This is the rest of the week. She's blowing off her parents. She gets the best report card that she's ever had because she's mediocre. Let's add that. Yeah, it's still mediocre. (laughs) She gets one A in art. And some B's. Right. So they said, oh, shit, no C's. And I'm like, wait, no C's. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, she just got some b's you're fucking middle school okay getting a's is so easy just go to school that's it <laughs> um but jamie gets pulled out of class when one of the babies adam gets a fever and is rushed to the hospital favorite baby. Yeah, the favorite Quint. drives her to the hospital in his vw van Oof. van and jamie was she was probably really sleepy after that van ride after she drank some <laughs> juice that he gave her. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this teacher is just getting this kid out of class. But yeah, why is he leaving, he's leaving work? He's leaving work? He's like, oh, my girlfriend yeah. has a problem. They're like, oh, okay. And they didn't know the girlfriend was your fucking child, like, in your class. Stupid. Yeah. It's like, my girlfriend's brother's in trouble. They're like, oh, my God, go. And it's like, oh, that's Jamie, our eighth grade child. Good, Jamie, get in the car. Uh, what a creep. I wasn't on board with the pedophilia thing, but you're right, guys. You're very right. <laughs> so they get to the they get to the hospital. Um, they're realizing that their kid is is that Adam is an individual, right? Because it wasn't the babies that were sick; it was Adam, and that's uh-huh. when she tells them, like, "Well, I'm a person too, and I have my own plan." And the call, the dad's just like, "Well, I mean." If you want to go to the college. The baby's sick, bitch. Listen, the baby's <laughs> sick. I'm just more focused on. Well, okay? we have four others. Don't worry about this one. <laughs> oh, that's what that's what Albert says, basically. Okay, so Albert yeah, shows like, up. Oh, we got to rebrand them as quads now. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Albert shows up and is like, this baby being sick doesn't work with the schedule. I'm not really, maybe quads? Maybe we can do quadruplets? No, quads doesn't sound right. How about we get another baby? Can we just find one here at the Wait, hospital? Really? Let's just have that other baby oh. fill in. Like you just get pregnant really and quick. Then... Fast. Pump one out. <laughs> That's how babies work. So Albert gets fired. Yeah, and right there. The dad basically explains, like, the only plan was for, like, you to be happy. And we're like, oh, shit, that was the plan? Yeah, I, I wish that I wish that we had like had a, like a back like flashback to like him saying that like this is the plan, and we would have all known that like Marnie slash Jamie is a dumb bitch. This whole movie, she's a dumb we bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but like that would have been the icing on the cake. Um. So <laughs> the next scene, we're like practicing for ballroom dancing for the gala, and Jamie's offered to babysit with Zoe and Brad and squat. Yeah, there was a weird so, sex joke, though, oh. where the dad is just, like, points to Brad and, like, don't let him touch your stuff. What? And then little did little did they know that the teacher's been touching this stuff all along. <laughs> and they have... Mr. B all up in there. nightmares for a long time. Because so the parents <laughs> go to the gala, and this is uh-huh. where we meet our governor from Pleasant... <laughs> as, as very famously known from Pleasantville and nothing else. Don Knotts. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it becomes very clear that the main attraction was supposed to be the babies, and that's the only yeah. reason they were invited, okay. but they left the babies at home. Does this governor have, like, Alzheimer's? He seems like he does. And he also becomes, like, a no. huge, like, character in the last 15 minutes of the movie. And you're like, yes. why are yes. you? He's, yes, like, yes, always yes. there. And he's like, I have, a, I have a, a line to say. And you're like, I didn't know you were in the scene. <laughs> well, Mr. B comes to the rescue in his VW van and they load all the quints what? up and they What's, hit the road. What you didn't know. I saw I saw the I saw the script. Um really what was happening was he was coming over to see uh Marnie anyway because he knew the parents oh, were gone. Oh, yeah. So he was He's coming like, over. Five, baby four. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> that does but, not age well. The van breaks down on the way. And van breaks down on the way to the Capitol. The teacher, Mr. B, lets these three high schoolers take five babies on public transportation. Middle schoolers. Middle schoolers. That's why I wrote down, I can't believe they took like five babies on a city bus. All these teens, so many babies. And then fucking bikers are there. Yes. The oh, kids wait, they take them on the subway. On the bus, Metro, yeah. The subway, and, and like, where the fuck is this gala? Like, I can't imagine they're being invited <laughs> to a real one that's not outside this small-ass Milford town. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> well, but, so, so they run into a group of bikers, and we think uh-huh. we're into trouble, and we cut to the scene, and, like, the governor's being Hold on, time out, time out. There's no way we thought we were in trouble. There's five. There's th- three kids and five babies. Oh. I knew all along that these bikers were going to be fine. You know what's, you know what's <laughs> really funny about this whole thing is that they're parents of the year, yet they're trying to call their teenage daughter with their five babies. So like, we don't know where she is. Like, okay, so you're not the best parents in any way then. You lost all six then, of your fucking kids. And they're not even worried. They're yes. like, oh no, Mr. Governor, I made you mad. I don't know where my kids are. Like, no, be concerned because your kids are fucking missing. It's so right. And then, like you said, like they go on the subway, they run into the bikers, and I'm like, okay, these bikers obviously 
help them, but they don't have a car, so I don't really know how they're going to do this. Also, it makes well, me feel like you could be friends with Hell's Angels in real life as a teen. I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> not good security yeah, on that. Very one. bad messages to children. So <laughs> the next scene we see the bikers are like pushing through the crowd as the parents are like apologizing to the governor in front of the entire gala just being like i'm so sorry for being terrible parents he's having a mental breakdown he's like i wanted the babies yes. mm-hmm. the babies it's like bro you're and like 95 shut up <laughs> the bikers just start <laughs> handing the babies to the parents but then the parents run out of hands so then they start <laughs> handing the babies to like the secret to service the of the government yeah. up to the governor and <laughs> The governor is like, yay, the babies are here. And like, Jamie, you can go take my car wherever the hell you want. Like, <laughs> basically, six child, get out of here. don't even ask her where. And then she does another fucking awful prank. This is where I almost got a gun and put it to my own head. <laughs> so, so let's go get some ice cream. Psych, we went to the art show. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> that, that prank was unnecessary. Like she's like some weird, I'll punch she gets like you. weird sexual pleasure after being like, <laughs> pranked you. <laughs> no, 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 no. She got weird sexual pleasure once she got there and she won the award. And, she's like, and her teacher was like, you won it, Marnie. And he's like, she's like, oh, okay. I think that, like, okay, point, of course. I don't trust shit this bitch says. So I feel like her friend Zoe won the award. <laughs> I don't fucking believe her. Right. Well, that's the weird thing. She's having like a kind of like weird fantasy about winning. And then it gets interrupted by a much bigger thing of like the governor and the secret service and her parents showing up to the art show, which was the real part. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was like, obviously. Oh, yeah. She said, oh, no, 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 no. Not that she won. That she's like, and then money fell from the sky. Yeah. Psych. It wasn't money. My parents showed yeah, up. And it's like, wait love a minute. I love and affection of my parents. <laughs> so they end up taking a photo with the governor and the secret service and then got there which is one of the lines that made me want to die when he was like i said i don't know much about art shows but i know what i like it's like who invited you here (laughs) someone give him his alzheimer's pills he's having an episode (laughs) oh god but so that was like the that was the end of the plot. And then in close, they say, like, she got into GW, but she stayed at a current school so she could be with Mr. B. Oh. And <laughs> I got the promotion, but continued to go to school. Mom uh-huh. is just managing the Quint's career. And she yep. gets up from the table and she's pregnant again. Oh, yeah. I have no idea if this is I real think or not. That it was not. It's not because then she says. Yeah, she said, just kidding. But then they don't show her not pregnant. She says that she's got like (laughs) seven, though. She's like, oh, it's seven babies this time. Which now I know that was on purpose. Yeah, I think that was a joke. Which is yeah, it would be on purpose. Which is like you're you're like diluting your credibility right from the start, you dumb (laughs) whore. I hate. So I took it to mean she's pregnant, but not pregnant with seven. Stop raw dogging. Why are they pregnant with one? Why are they? Yeah, why are they I pregnant with one? Definitely should have been some tube tying going God, on. Get a bisectomy, <laughs> fucking wear a condom. I'm not a Republican, but like you have too many babies, and you can't you can't <laughs> feed them as a society. There's too many. Is and that what's quite <laughs> garbage movie? I was, okay, I'm so garbage. sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. I wait, wait, wait. Be bad. I didn't know wait, wait. it'd be quite as bad. I'm actually it's glad okay. to be doing this one with you, though. There's a yeah. lot to be mad about, and I like being mad. So, 
what we always get into right after the film is who won the movie who Brad. what character was the most redeeming Brad. character i have i have brad as well he's so great i mean if we're talking about achieving goals i think mr b wins that oh, he, oh, he definitely <laughs> he got everything he wanted he got three children <laughs> at his fingertips two 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 what? zoe and Zoe and Marnie. He's getting. No, 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 no. I don't think Brad. Brad's got a beehole. I don't think. No, no, no. I actually don't think he likes Brad too much because Brad is like a smart kid and he wants these actually, dumb girls. Actually, I feel like Brad's gonna be like in high school that the sequel that we didn't see was like Quince. It's like five holes. That's gonna be the, <laughs> Brad's like the hero where he's like, "Don't touch my friends," and Mr. B's like, "Get out of art club." <laughs> That's the movie I wanted to see. I'll write the sequel. I wonder what he's doing these days. Who, Mr. No, B? No, I don't care about him. Brad. He's in something else. Brad. He's yeah. in other shit other than Degrassi. I don't know what else with JT. Looked, I don't remember what else. You know how they kind of, it's like an but I have Brad as, I have Brad as the winner of the movie as well. You have Mr. B. Lins. I mean, he got everything he wanted. He's the dark, he's the dark <laughs> lord of the movie. Who, who, who lost this movie? Everybody else. Jamie. Everybody. Yeah, Jamie's a I'm big gonna loser. I'm going to say that the adults who actually played a part in this movie after reading the script are the losers. Because they thought, yep. Yep, I'm going to do that. <laughs> actually, I don't think Brad won the movie. I think, I think the parents. I think both mom and dad were the best parts of this movie. Just because they were just like nice parents. Yeah, they're just like good parents, and they just had a raw deal. I don't like that her last name's Moorhead because it goes against my full theory that I that you should give less head. It's <laughs> <laughs> a different theory for a different topic. Oh, sorry, I mean, she should she, she should probably be giving more head so she has less babies. Oh, true. But that's just a different thing. You can't get pregnant. Woo woo. Hey. <laughs> now. Um, is that something so you learned was... from Mr. B? Or... Oh, he definitely, that's <laughs> art two. That's in high school level. Ah. He's like, I'm going to miss. Who, who won at life? Which one of these guys? Ooh. I think uh, Jake Epstein did. I can't believe his name's really Jake. Because he's. I, he looks like Jake. Yeah, Jake I Epstein. I listen to that part where you said his name is really Jake. So. Well, maybe yeah. that's why it was implanted in the back of your mind. I'm on. Yeah, that's probably what happened. I can't take credit for my accurate naming of him. I'm on his Wikipedia page, and he says he's a bipolar musician. So he wins at life because that's just cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'll take it. In, in life, though, out of that movie, who won? Probably the guy from Pleasantville, clearly. I don't know if Don Knotts could win because he won. He won a lot before this movie. I feel like Big Pro Life won this movie. <laughs> <laughs> pro Life having them babies. Yeah. I think the big loser from this movie though is uh, Kimberly J. Brown on this one. I think she won big from like all the Halloween Town movies, but. She, I, I'm sure she got paid handsomely to do this she, one. Handsomely? Are you fucking serious? No way there's a lot of money in this fucking movie. I think she's the one that they... I think she, they backed the truck up to her to get her to, yeah, do, to do this one. Which is why the rest of the movie was garbage. I, I hate... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, okay, hot take, sorry. I don't really like her as an actress because she's that kid in class who's always raising their hand to like add something to the presentation. And you're like, shut up. We're done with this. Yeah. Stop. 
And like she's that kid and you hate that kid. She is that kid, but she's that kid enough that they've given her she for a little while she was running the Disney I Channel. I know. Before uh I used to think she was you like, know would be the craziest movie. What? I want to see a movie with Kimberly J. Brown and Brenda Saul. <gasps> Brenda Saul okay. is so much better. <laughs> I love Brenda Saul so much better. <laughs> <laughs> that Cody's such a better I want to see. Oh God! Imagine. Okay, so those two have like ran the Disney Channel for oh, a little while. Give me a sisters. movie with the two of them. Okay, I'm for it. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! I know so much about Disney Channel. Yes. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch so much things that I knew that I was too old for. I watched Hannah Montana until I was like 18, <laughs> and I was like, "You got to go to prom now. You got to lose your virginity now. Stop watching <laughs> Hannah Montana." And I was like, "I can't." Those hijinks really get me. <laughs> Those hijinks. She's <laughs> always sneaking around and whatnot. It's really entertaining. Living a double life. It's tough. Yeah, and she puts on a blonde, shitty wig, and they're like, I don't know who you are. This is so hard to tell. Listen, don't worry about it. Uh, me and The reason we started this podcast is because me and Lindsay were watching Disney Channel original movies well into adulthood yeah, it's real fun to revisit i actually i know you guys did alley cat strike and i watched that and i was like you know what whatever that guy that like popular kid who's like wearing letterman jackets he could still fucking get it he was hot <laughs> yeah i don't care if he's like 18 15 in that movie like i know me in real life so he fucking get it i loved him he's so hot he's also on my I never feel bad about it because they're like the same yes. age that i yeah, am sure. so i know it's creepy to say now oh, but i'm but like... You're like you're like he's gonna grow up to some fine piece of fucking meat and he did and and he was on my cousin skeeter and i knew he could yes he could all over me yeah we talked about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i know that you guys weren't on board with the pedophile storyline no, but uh i'm glad you guys were able to see it as we talked about I'm not, it. like emotionally like yeah get that child but i'm like yeah there was there was a drive for there was some he wants that underage yeah there was some grooming there's a lot of grooming going on an underlying story that was not really a part of it but the more you look into it the more it's there and more obvious yeah. it is like a very like, yeah, a yeah, yeah. C, C level bob saget to me like in my memory of him he reminds me of a lower level bob saget which is not like looks wise am i wrong yeah, I listen. I my my morning. thing mainly. My thing mainly was when I saw him. I think it was the scene where he is trying to tell Mar- uh, Marnie Jamie to be in the art class, but he uses um, Zoe as to like vouch for they him. Weird I was like, oh, the whole yeah. I was like, oh, this is real. This is real like, sketch. Like, you put in a good sketch. word with your friend. <laughs> what yeah exactly what was super annoying about that whole relationship is that zoe was like hi i'm like always you know giving you the old elbow to the ribs like that's my joke like i'm always like oh mr b you never take them seriously that's one of the rules of art club <laughs> it's like oh my god you have like this weird like shitty flirtation going on you're better than that zoe well, because she felt like her spot was being taken over by Jamie. I feel like I feel, yeah. like, I feel like Jamie like told the story from like that she was like this cool center of attention. But if we saw it from any other character's lens, we'd notice that she was kind of as average as her fucking report card said. Yep, she, she's mm-hmm. not a star. I don't like her. Who, um, Lindsay? As you know, we've we've watched quite a few of these movies. D- was this on the higher end, the lower end? Where's this movie for you? 
Oh, I it's know. complete garbage. Like I struggled to get through this one. So I did pause it more than once to get up and just do something else and come back later. I, I was thing. so frustrated. I was really upset too. I'm so sorry. I I don't take the condescending tone that she gives the audience very well at all. Rude. At one point, what did she say? She was like, were you guys even paying the fuck attention? It's like, oh my god, I, I, yeah, I am. Why are you constantly? Bitch, yeah, I've been watching this I'm movie. Like, oh my god, I'm what like, I'm nine. Like, I have nothing else going on. My parents are fighting in the next room. That's what real problems are. Um... Yeah, well, at one point, I think she says, like, oh, you believed that? Yeah! Like, I'm starting to worry for you. And I'm like, get out of my Sorry, face, you bitch. fucking privileged bitch. We don't have the same things that you have. So lower end, lower end for sure. The, for me, for me, it's on the lower end as well. Um, this one wasn't as I as I watched this one, I think back that some of them as we we rewatched some of these movies were like, okay, they're not great on the rewatch. I don't know if this one was great on the initial watch. Okay, as I think I about really it. liked it as a child, and I'm I'm really trying to work. I'm gonna but have like, to talk to okay. my therapist because about you it. related to it in the moment. Well, like I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna lean yeah. into my art, and then I drew like fucking wild thornberries cartoons. Like I was not like an artist in any way. <laughs> I was nine. And that's what's well. That's what's crazy is that like as a kid, I'm sure I liked it, but like I don't know, I don't remember fond memories. Of I it. remember watching it. You know what I'm it saying? It came out in the summer, and I remember watching it in my AC room because in New England, I don't know, everyone is like weirdly about AC talk when I'm from New England because people think air conditioners don't exist in New England. I don't know where you guys. This premiered Friday, August. 18th okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's four days after my brother was born. So there, it's hitting hard. It's hitting hard on so me. So this was hitting. Uh, everything was connecting yeah. okay, with you. Okay, so I remember. I Our remember brother. watching it yeah. in an AC room where the AC was in my in my window and my parents were like I mean my mom was my mom's like basically a single parent so she was like I have a baby and I was like you know what this bitch is at fault because this movie fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> and like meanwhile my mom's just like trying to take care of an infant I'm like but my art mom so I wouldn't say that it's a good movie, but I would say that it hit me right at the right moment. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. This this has been a pleasure, Shauna. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks, thanks, Shauna. Sorry, I peed like three times during. We've loved having <laughs> you, uh, and hopefully we can get you on again in the future. Yes, but I don't think we'll let you pick the movie. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> fair. Um, I will do my best to make up for this for our friendship, and I'm so sorry that I put you through this. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, with that, Lindsay, uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>